Good morning, listeners. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to everyone that is on my back right now. (laughs) And I know it's no fault of your own. My computer is still in the shop. And it just has me behind on everything. And I don't feel real good about that. But I know that God is in control of everything. And that it will be in his time. Uh, They called saying that they need parts that hadn't arrived yet. So it just goes to show you when you're counting on something to be done in your time, in man's time, it's not. It is always going to be God's time. So my prayer today is, God, please, as soon as you're ready, whenever you're ready, and whatever the reason for the delay, please lift it. Let us pray, listeners, in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, for I can't walk alone. Dear Lord, as I open up my Bible, at the start of each day, I lift my eyes to heaven and I most sincerely pray, Lord, open up my heart and mind. To hear these words today, I want to understand you, Lord. Please hear these words I say. These stories that were written so many years ago hold the way to my salvation. Your word has told me so. I thank you for my life, Lord, for the blessings of your son, for my family, friends, and neighbors. I love them, every one. And when I close my eyes, Lord, at the ending of each day, I will praise my Father up in heaven for the gifts he sent my way, for the universe he created and the lives of those I love. There's nothing greater in my life than my love for God above. Amen. Nothing greater in my life. And sometimes when we're praying, you know, the words can cut into your heart, but keep saying them, keep praying them, because God will indeed soften your heart. 
Let us pray for our bodies. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour, I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. And I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Okay, got a lot to go over today. Going to fill our minds, our spirits, and our hearts with God's word. And that is the only thing that can make us feel better. Agreed? Agreed. Okay, uh, God's way day by day. It says, depend on God's word. Psalm 119. My tongue shall speak of your word, for all your commandments are righteousness. The person who doesn't trust the accuracy and truthfulness of God's word is a person who has no foundation for finding, receiving, or accepting God's offer of peace. Without the Bible, there is no basis on which to trust God, to receive God's forgiveness, or know with certainty what is right and wrong. There's no foundation for a genuine understanding about how to develop an ongoing relationship with God or a peaceful fellowship with others outside his word. Amen. Christ in me. Colossians 1:27. God willed to make known this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in me is the ultimate proclamation of self-value. The person who has a deep and abiding sense of self-worth can hear all kinds of criticism and cutting remarks from other people and let the negative comics just slide off of them. He can go on about his life's work with joy because he has an inner confidence that says, so much for your opinion. I know God loves me and his opinion of my value never diminishes, 
never changes and is the only opinion. The only opinion that truly counts. Your critics, your detractors, your enemies have no hold on you when you draw your identity, your help, and your sense of worth from God himself. Nothing and no one will have a hold on you when you draw your identity, your help, and your sense of worth from God himself. I accept that. I receive that. I believe that. Amen. And also from God's way day by day, it says, forgive and move on. Matthew 5, 11. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. When spirit-filled believers are treated unjustly, they feel the outrage and frustration that accompanies such acts. There may even be a period of time in which thoughts of revenge cloud their thinking. But before long, they regain perspective. They focus on the truth. They remind themselves that all things work together for good and that as believers, we are not to repay evil for evil. Ever. Again, They don't deny the pain. They just look at it differently. They choose not to become bitter. They forgive and move on. I love it. Amen. I don't like to go too long without reading my Proverbs. And um, I got to share them. Because they are our marching orders, our instructions from the Lord, and they just keep us on the straight and narrow. They do resonate in your consciousness. So listen up. Here's our Proverbs for today. A gentle answer deflects anger, but harsh words make tempers flare. The tongue of the wise makes knowledge appealing, but the mouth of a fool belches out foolishness. The Lord is watching everywhere, keeping his eye on both the evil and the good. Gentle words are a tree of life. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. Only a fool despises his parents' discipline Whoever learns from correction is wise. There is treasure in the house of the godly, but the earnings of the wicked bring trouble. The lips of the wise give good advice. The heart of a fool has none to give. The Lord detects the sacrifice of the wicked, but he delights in the prayers of the upright. The Lord detests the way of the wicked, but he loves those who pursue godliness. 
Whoever abandons the right path will severely be disciplined. Whoever hates correction will die. Even death and destruction hold no secrets from the Lord. How much more does he know the human heart? Mockers hate to be corrected, so they stay away from the wise. A glad heart makes a happy face. A broken heart crushes the spirit. A wise person is hungry for knowledge, while the food, while the fool feeds on trash. For the despondent, every day brings trouble. For the happy heart, life is a continual feast. Better to have little with fear of the Lord than to have great treasure and inner turmoil. A bowl of vegetables with someone you love is better than steak with someone you hate. A hot-tempered person starts fights. A cool-tempered person stops them. A lazy person's ways is blocked with briars, but the path of the upright is an open highway. Sensible children bring joy to their father. Foolish children despise their mother. Foolishness brings joy to those with no sense. A sensible person stays on the right path. Plans go wrong for lack of advice. Many advisors bring success. Everyone enjoys a fitting reply. It is wonderful to say the right thing at the right time. The path of life leads upward for the wise. They leave the grave behind. The Lord tears down the house of the proud, but he protects the property of widows. The Lord detests evil plans, but he delights in pure words. Greed brings grief to the whole family, but those who hate bribes will live. The heart of the godly thinks carefully before speaking. The mouth of the wicked overflows with evil words. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayers of the righteous. A cheerful look brings joy to the heart. Good news makes for good health. If you listen to constructive criticism, you will be at home among the wise. If you reject discipline, you only harm yourself. But if you listen to correction, you grow in understanding. Fear of the Lord teaches wisdom. Humility precedes honor. Amen. Those are the Proverbs. Okay, and God's promise for your life. <clears throat> we actually haven't read from that in a minute. So let's catch up. Psalm 25, 4 says, Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. 
The path of peace, which God's word instructs us to pursue, is not strewn with rose petals. It is a tough trail, tramped out with a humble heart and lowly spirit. Peace is the spirit and soul of persons so imbued with the presence of God's gracious spirit that they are not easily provoked. It is the quiet, potent, gracious attitude of serenity and goodwill that meets the angry onslaught of others with good cheer, equanimity, and strong repose. So show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Amen. Psalm 48 For this is God, our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even to death. We live in a culture that regularly confuses humanity with deity. It's the kind of sloppy theology that suggests God sits on the edge of heaven thinking, wonder what they'll do next. How absurd. God is omniscient. This implies clearly that God never learns anything. Our sinful decision and evil deeds notwithstanding, nothing ever surprises him. From the moment that we're conceived to the moment that we die, we remain safely within the frame of his watchful gaze as well as his sovereign plan for our life. Amen. And then Psalm 139 says, I thank you, high God, high God, I'm sorry. I thank you, high God, you're breathtaking. Body and soul, I am marvelously made. God wanted to show the world something of his strength. He was a great warrior. He has not performed the daring rescue of his beloved. And this is why he gave us the sculpture that is man. Men bear the image of God in their dangerous yet inviting strength. Women too bear the image of God, but in a much different way. Is God not being of great mystery and beauty? Is there not something tender and alluring about the essence of the divine. And this is why he gave us the sculpture that is a woman. Amen. Makes me want to say, I am woman, hear me roar. <laughs> okay. God's purpose for your life. Okay, they're talking about having a voice for gratefulness. Psalm 50, he who offers a sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me. And to him who orders his way aright, I shall show the salvation of God. Giving thanks and making a positive confession of faith in God can be a powerful force in your life. 
This does not mean speaking boastfully or claiming the Lord's deliverance apart from his express will for your life. Rather, voicing your gratefulness to God for his faithfulness and provision is an indication of your submission to his will regardless of your hopes or expectations. I thought that was beautiful. Voicing your gratefulness to God for his faithfulness and provision is an indication of your submission to his will, regardless of your hopes and expectations. Life may not be turning out the way that you thought it would. You may be struggling with your circumstances. However, because you serve a risen Lord, you know that no matter what you face in this life, God is greater and will ultimately deliver you. He will bless you as you seek him. He will guard, protect, and lead you to a place of faithfulness and hope. Therefore, you always have cause for praise. Always. With this in mind, take time to exalt and worship God today. Tell Jesus that you trust him to carry your burdens and help you through every difficulty. Give him thanks for every blessing that you can think of because your God will never fail you and praising him will indeed pave the way for your deliverance. Wholeheartedly, I thank and praise you, Jesus, trusting you to always lead me the right way. Amen. Amen. And we are all a work in progress. Romans 6.22 says, Having been freed from sin and enslaved to God, you derive your benefit resulting in sanctification and the outcome is eternal life. No matter how you've messed up, realize that you are a work in progress. Amen. God is molding you into a person with whom he wants to live and fellowship forever. Okay? Because of this, you have the hope that you are not going to be the same person tomorrow that you are today. If you continue to walk with God, you will be more like Christ, with more of his character, more of his grace, more of his wisdom, and more of his power. Your mistakes are not your identity. Who he is making you into is who you were always meant to be. Jesus is writing his story into your life. He is building eternal value into he is building. I don't even know what word I said. He is building eternal value into you. Replicating his character preparing you for good works, 
and establishing his kingdom inside you. So your mistakes are not the end. You are still in progress. We are listeners, and that's a good thing to know. We are still in progress. You may not like who you are today, and that's okay. Because God is at work in you. He's transforming you and preparing you for a life that you are going to love. So therefore, don't give up or give in to disheartenment. You have every reason to live and have hope. Cling to him and trust that the best is still to come. Jesus, thank you for seeing value in me. Thank you for transforming me. And thank you for making me yours. Amen. Please come back tomorrow so we can pray some more. We just got these blessings started. So keep coming back. Have a blessed day. Bye for now.